Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This is the Freddie and Harry podcast on ESPN Radio. And welcome to the best show on your radio. You know it better as Freddie and Harry. Thank you very much. He is Harry Douglas. I'm Freddie Coleman. Together presented by Progressive Insurance on the ESPN app. Series X and Channel 80. And always, always, always tell your smart speaker to play ESPN radio. Hit us up anytime you want. Chime on in anytime at Coleman ESPN and at HDouglas83. So we did our NFL bold predictions not too long ago. By the way, keep weighing in. Triple H say ESPN, 888 will be your NFL bowl predictions that you hope will come true or you're banking on them coming true in 2024, 888-729-3776. We bring in Devin Kane, our producer, the pride of St. Bonaventure University. He's going to give us a chance to give you our NBA bowl predictions. We'll let it be known that, oh, yeah, that's got some long legs, or you know what? Those legs are not long enough when it comes to those bowl predictions. Devin Kane, the floor is yours. All right, Freddie. LeBron James and Steph Curry will become teammates before their careers are over. I'm not saying next year. I'm not saying two years. I'm saying before their careers are over, mm. they will play with each other. Is that a bold prediction? Yeah, that's a bold prediction. That ain't happening. On the Olympic team, yeah, I could see that happening in 2024 when they lead the United States to a gold medal. Yeah, that's why I said it. They're not losing to Canada or anybody else. But teammates, nah, I can't see it. I think that's a major bold prediction that's a strong bold prediction i don't see this happening i also personally don't want to see it happening i want that rivalry between those two superstar players to continue bold 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 dk all right hd jason tatum will win mvp bold or not bold Ah. you know what i'm gonna go out on a limb i'm going to say bold prediction and here's why okay what shea gilgis alexander has been able to do he is my MVP front runner right now. Mm-hmm. Young team, the way he's been able to play. Uh, that team is not only an uh, offensive juggernaut, they, they play defense. And Shea is leading the NBA in steals. You can't, you know, downplay Luka, what he's doing. Right. Nikola Jokic had another triple-double last night. Oh, he's had man. one against every single NBA opponent. Right. So I have those guys there. Um before Tatum, and, and it's crazy that I'm saying that because they have the best record in the NBA, mm-hmm. and he leads his team in every category. That is a bold prediction. I'm with you because I don't think he's going to get enough love like he should. Yep. I, you could put him in the same category when it comes to Luka Doncic because Jason Tatum, this is the best he's played in his NBA career, not just because he's leading the team in scoring. He's trying to do something that has not been done since the 1980s. Average over 30 points per game as a Boston Celtic. Has not been done since Larry Bird did it. But he's making plays for other people. He's doing everything as a playmaker, getting rebounds, getting stops on defense, getting the ball to the right guy at the right time, whether it's Derek Wright or Drew Holiday or Chris Porzingis or Jalen Brown. So both of those guys should get more MVP conversation love. But Nikola Jokic is the leading contender. He's the betting favorite. And then he put up another triple-double and did not miss a shot, which means that Jason Tatum and Luka Doncic <laughs> have no shot of winning this as long as Nikola Jokic keeps telling everybody, this is my league. You better recognize or else. All right, Freddie. The 76ers will fall to the play-in round of the playoffs. 
Yeah, that's not a bold prediction. That's a, that's going to be a certainty. No Joel Embiid. You don't know when he's coming back, and by the time he does, you still got to get into basketball shape. Now, Tyrese Maxey's done a fantastic job being the dude for this team, and Tobias Harris has not been bad, but you can't lose a guy like Joel Embiid who can any any given night give you 32, 14, and 3, meaning 32 points, 14 rebounds, and 3 blocks per game. You can have as many people as you want. They're not going to make up for that kind of production impact. So, yeah, they will fall hard to the playing tournament in the Eastern Conference when it comes to Philadelphia. I agree with you, Freddie. This is not a bold prediction. You talk about the 76ers in the last 13 games, they're 3-10. and 10. Without Joel Embiid, they're 6-15. and 15. This team is trending in the wrong direction. That means downward, not upward. When Joel Embiid does come back, he's going to have to be in shape. Uh, I would rather them honestly sit him down and just bank on 2024-25 season versus him trying to go out there and make something shake that we know probably isn't going to happen because he's missed so much time. Uh, So this is not a bold prediction in my opinion. Harry Douglas, Freddie Coleman together doing a little NBA bold predictions for the second half with help from our producer Devin Kane on Freddie and Harry on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app presented by Progressive Insurance. HD, the Warriors will go on a post-All-Star break run. Bold this, not bold? This is not a bold prediction in my opinion. Uh, they're 9-2 and two in their last 11 games. When you have Steph Curry playing at the level that he's playing at, but also those young pieces doing their part. Don't mess around and let Klay uh, Thompson catch fire. Not fire. Don't mm-hmm. let him catch fire. That's how we say it on the south side of Atlanta, DK. Mm-hmm. Don't let him catch fire. 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 F-Y-A-H. There you go, DK. Fire. F-Y-A-H. Fire. Yeah, here's why I agree with Harry. I'm going to let Tim Lug, the ESPN NBA analyst, when he's on the sports and like this morning, speak for me. A lot of people pulled that sheet over him, right? Mm-hmm. I didn't do that. Now, I was definitely kind of halfway up, peeking in there, like checking the <laughs> pulse every now and then. You know what I mean? But, like, I'm like, you can't. And it always gets back to the same thing. As long as 30 looks like that, mm-hmm. no discernible decline at all. How can you totally write them off? So where am I at with them? They have a pulse and they're starting to get me. But number one, I'm going to watch them anyway because Curry's playing. Like I'll watch that team if they win 20 games. I'll watch them every night because of Steph Curry. But now I have more of a reason to watch them because they're making things a little bit interesting. And you think, who would want to play that team? If you're Minnesota, Oklahoma City, or one of those top seeds, you really want to get your reward to be the Warriors if, if they're healthy at that time. What he said. <laughs> <laughs> Up <That's> next. A, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Freddie, the yes. Clippers will finish with the best record in the Western Conference. Ooh. That's not a bold prediction because I could definitely see it. I don't think it's going to happen, but they have all the makings of a team that's had the best record in the NBA, not just the Western Conference, but the best record in the NBA since December 1st. And, yeah, I know Oklahoma City, they pulled the DMX on them. They gave it to them, gave it to them last night, Oklahoma City. But that happens in the NBA. The Clippers team, it's all about the playoffs. Playoffs? It's all about that, especially for staying healthy and a particular guy named James Harden. But I could definitely see that. That's not that bold that they could finish, meaning the Clippers, with the best record in the Western Conference. This is not a bold prediction, in my opinion, um, because it could happen. Now, I believe in the Western Conference, it is going to be the Oklahoma City Thunder because they're younger and they have those young legs. One of the youngest, I think the third youngest team in the NBA currently right now. Uh, Behind, I think it's, I know the Spurs are there. I can't remember the other team. It's got to be some G League team <laughs> with that kind of youth. <laughs> but I, I wouldn't put it past the Clippers if they were able to start to finish with the best record in the Western Conference. So I don't think this is a bold prediction. All right, last up, HD. The Bucks will realize they made a mistake 
in hiring Doc Rivers as the head coach? Oh, Lord. Uh, this is a bold prediction, in my opinion. Okay. Because I think what the Milwaukee Bucks need to do is figure things out amongst the player side of things. Uh, Doc Rivers, their defense has actually been better since he became the head coach. Yeah. Damian Lillard has to get going. Giannis Antetokounmpo has to be that leader that the Milwaukee Bucks and their organization needs him to be in this moment moving forward. So I'm not just going to put everything on Doc. It's about all three of those guys, yeah. Lillard, Giannis, and Doc Rivers. Yeah, It's a bold prediction because the Bucks knew exactly, although I don't think they expected three and seven in the first 10 games. But you had to have known after your team started out 30-13 and 13 and you believe that Adrian Griffin wasn't championship-worthy enough as a head coach that you were going to solicit the – solicit somebody that was going to be more in tune what you believe should be happening with this basketball team. Although I found it extremely interesting that Doc Rivers said, are you sure you want to contact me? Yeah, I don't know if this is a good idea, but he's going to try to make the best of it because they have that kind of faith. So yeah, it is not a bold prediction, but we'll see exactly how bold the Bucks are going to have to be starting now, starting tonight, when they take on the Minnesota Timberwolves, 10 p.m. Eastern time on ESPN. They've had Timberwolves all access all day in ESPN. Milwaukee right now, third in the Eastern Conference, 35-21. and 21. Minnesota Timberwolves, first in the Western Conference, second best record in the NBA at 39-16. and 16. That game is part of Timberwolves all access day in ESPN, part of a Friday doubleheader. That game kicks off at 10 p.m. Eastern time. Harry Douglas, Freddie Coleman together on Freddie and Harry. Thanks for joining us on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. The easy question is, how much trouble are the Bucks really, really in? There may not be an easy answer, although Brian Windhorst, ESPN senior NBA writer, when he was on NBA Today, this is how he talked about exactly the trouble that the Bucks may really be in. And the reality of the modern NBA is that you earn it with your stars year to year. And a star's contract status no longer means that he is safe in an organization. And that's not to imply anything there with Giannis. The Bucks understand that as well as anybody. Even though he signed a big contract extension before the season, that really only protected the Bucks to get a huge return in the event that he does ask for a trade. The reason the Bucks have been so proactive is because they know they have no margin for error when it comes to Giannis as any team with a megastar doesn't have in this day and age. I agree with Wendy. And I think everything starts tonight, right? You're going against the team that is leading the West right now, uh, actually has the second best record in the NBA, uh, the top defensive team as well in the Minnesota Timberwolves. Mm -hmm. Now, if you're Milwaukee and you can figure out a way to win this game tonight, your next four games are against the Sixers, the Charlotte Hornets twice, and the Chicago Bulls. You will hope they will be able to win those two, those four games. And let me tell you why that's pivotal, though, Freddie, because after you have those four games, you play the Clippers, mm. you play the Warriors, Oof. you play the Lakers, Yikes. you play the Clippers again, Ooh-wee. you play the Sacramento Kings. Oh my God. You got Philly. You might be able to win that one without Joel Embiid. And then you have the Phoenix Suns and the Boston Celtics. Mm. Then you get the Brooklyn Nets. Then you have OKC. You have the Lakers. And then you have the New Orleans Pelicans. There's no room for error across the board with the Milwaukee Bucks right now, in my opinion. The Freddie and Harry Podcast. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. 
Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. If you're the Milwaukee Bucks, this is all not about Damian Lillard. Despite what Giannis said about this is his team down the stretch. It's not about Doc Rivers trying to figure it out. Giannis, this is on you because you told the Bucks, "May I want to see if you guys are doing the proper things where we can stay on a championship path to be a part of a championship plane." And they went on got Damian Lillard to make sure you would not have to worry about that kind of scoring, not having that scoring consistent guy next to you or in front of you. They did what you wanted them to do, so this is on you, Giannis. You have to make this work. This is not on Doc. This is not on Damian Lillard, and I don't want to hear it in terms of trying to make Damian Lillard comfortable by saying this is his team down the stretch. Bleep all that. This should be your team down the stretch. This is your organization. They've done everything possible to placate you because they know what kind of player and person that you are. Those are the kind of people you want to keep. A guy like Giannis Antetokounmpo. If my New York Knicks had him, I would make sure, man, you get on his last nerve, it's going to be me and you. That's the kind of person that you want representing your organization. It go it goes beyond the kind of player that he's been, and he's a top five player in the world. There's no doubt about that with Giannis. But, bruh, this is on you to make this work because you told the Milwaukee Bucks, before I sign that max extension, I want to make sure this organization is doing the things where we're just not going to be a one-trick pony, one and done for a championship. So they've done that. They made sure Brooke Lopez didn't go anywhere. They made sure Chris Middleton didn't go anywhere, and they were going to move on with Drew Holiday. They get a guy like Damian Lillard in return, even though he's only made one Western Conference Finals, but that's not really his fault. You're living in Atlanta, Golden State. Those things are going to happen. So Giannis, if this is going to work starting tonight versus Minnesota, if you're not going to look like the team that was 3-7 and seven since Doc Rivers got there, it ain't about Damian Lillard's team down the stretch. It better be your team minute one. Minute 48, if there's overtime, in practice, at the water cooler, getting on the bus, getting on the plane. Giannis, this is on you, not anybody else. Freddie, me and you feel the exact same way about the Milwaukee Bucks. And there are going to be a lot of people, uh, I think a majority of people, that feel feels like if the Milwaukee Bucks can't get this done, it's on Dame or it's on Doc Rivers. I don't feel that way. It shouldn't. This yeah, is Giannis's team, Right. This was Giannis's organization before Damian Lillard got there and also before Doc Rivers got there. Mm-hmm. And I believe he is the piece that can actually, you know, put this team at the forefront and make it work. I, I, I don't see how people can think it's going to be on Dame and on Doc Rivers when Giannis has been MVP of this league, when Giannis right. is an NBA champion, when Giannis is defensive player of the year beforehand, and all those things combined together. Giannis, make it happen because, in my opinion, you're the captain. I love that. Make it happen because you're the captain. And I don't want to hear excuses from the Bucks or him or anybody else. And you can say, well, Glenn Doc Rivers got here in the middle of the season. Okay. So be it. That's not what they brought him in for, for you guys to say, hey, we tried our best. 
It's about, hey, we didn't believe Adrian Griffin was coach enough for us to be a championship team. We yep. did not we did not believe we could trust him when we would go up against Boston or go up against New York or go up against Cleveland in the playoffs. We didn't believe that he had a firm grasp of what was necessary. All right, Doc Rivers, you got a championship as a coach of the Boston Celtics. You've been in the NBA Finals. You've had leads in playoff series in which your team was not able to finish the job. There's a lot of trust that the Bucs have placed on your plate when it comes to him. But the biggest plate has to be Giannis. It has to be. And if Giannis can, Giannis can put it out there, all he wants about making Damian Lillard comfortable. You know the best way to make Damian Lillard comfortable? You go out there and get 38, 20, and 5. That means 38 points, 20 rebounds, and 5 block shots. You'd be amazed how much more comfortable Doc Rivers and Damian Lillard will become. You'll be amazed how much more comfortable your team will become knowing that, hey, Giannis is back. Giannis ain't fooling around. That's how you make people comfortable, being the dude that we've seen before. That's a championship ring around his finger when it comes to Giannis. I, like for this game tonight, the Milwaukee Bucks versus the Minnesota Timberwolves, I want to see offensively how things are going to be fluid when it comes to Giannis and Damian Lillard. Uh, Damian Lillard playing in that all-star game, catching fire, also winning the three-point contest. Is that going to jumpstart him, be, him being better in the second half of this basketball team? But, Freddie, also on the flip side of things, when you look at Anthony Edwards and how he's been able to play, mm-hmm. now you have a guy in Carl Anthony Towns who can stretch the floor and shoot the three. You have a, a center in the middle of, uh, of the floor in Rudy Gobert. I want to know how the Milwaukee Bucks are going to defend the lob. Yeah. Right, how they're going to defend two players that can basically get a bucket when they want a bucket. That's also something I'm looking for tonight, and I'm going to be glued to the TV. That's why I got to hurry up and get the babies and clean that basement as soon as we get off the show. We, I'm going to give them 30 minutes to eat. Okay, Y'all kids got 30 minutes to eat. They want wings. My wife said, don't we eat wings on Friday? 30 minutes to eat wings. Okay. 30 minutes? But How many wings get are you getting? 10 for me. And the kids probably eat three apiece. Okay. My nephew eat 20. He, that boy's 6'3". 16, he's 6'3". Oh God, you're going to run out of chicken in Georgia thanks to your nephew. I know. <laughs> he, he, he eats like my brother. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Tony oh, can yeah. eat? Tony oh, can get down? Man. When we go to steak restaurants, my brother ordered two steak meals. And I'm like, man, how, you going to eat all that? And he eats it up every time. Me, I'm barely trying to finish one steak. <laughs> Meanwhile, he's already, that's, that's, just a, that's just an appetizer for but him. But that's another reason why, you know, he, uh, do, he does abs every day. So he looks like an action the, figure. He the, has eight abs oh, stacked yeah, yeah. on top of each other. The, he looks like the football player. Uh-huh. And I look like the basketball player the way I'm built, like long and lanky and <laughs> right. wiry. Exactly. He's built like the football player. I'm built like the basketball player. So he's but, like, we, but, yeah. but it's opposite. Exactly. He's like the after after picture when it comes mm-hmm. to that. When it comes yep. to before and after. By like we mentioned. Bucks and T Wolves tonight, ten PM Eastern time on ESPN. You know that is going to be a hot ticket, especially a hot ticket. It's brought to you by Vivid Seats. They are the official ticketing partner of ESPN. Get great deals on the hottest tickets and experience it live. Real quick, Deborah, Virginia at Triple H say ESPN. 888-729-3776. She has something to say about something we touched on about twenty minutes ago. Kevin Durant of the Phoenix Suns last night, as he's walking onto the court before the game versus the Dallas Mavericks, a female fan threw the B word at him. He turned around and didn't confront her, confront her, but he said, why are you calling me that? What, what kind of reason do you have to do something like that, say something like that? And by the way, he didn't, he didn't want them to be kicked out of the game. He just wanted to let them know that, hey, you can't talk to me and treat me that way and think that that's okay because you have a beer in your hand and you bought those tickets. Deborah Virginia, what do you want to say, my friend? Hi, Freddie. Hi, 
doing? We are good, my I friend. I just want to say, you know, one of the, whether Kevin said anything or not, he was really in a no-win situation. I mean, and most athletes are, because we kind of do hold our sports figures to a higher, higher pedestal and whatnot. You know, so if he didn't say anything, you know, he's not interacting with the fans. And if he says something, you know, oh, now he's getting all upset and, and getting all butt hurt. But one of, the, one of the bold predictions I would like to say, the Washington Commanders have the number two pick in this year's draft. I hope they don't screw it up. <laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs> Deborah, Virginia, that line is long when it comes to the Washington Commanders fan base wanting some extra hope to have. You have a new organization. You have the second pick. You're hoping that this is the beginning of a new era and not a new era when it comes to the Washington Commanders. And I'll say this about Kevin Durant. I thought he actually handled the situation perfectly. Absolutely. Absolutely. Right? So I, so I was proud of him. Um, number one, not being scared and, and nervous to confront mm-hmm. those two in the game that called him out of his name. Yeah. But also remaining calm. Absolutely. Because, you know, as soon as, soon as you don't remain calm, they want to play victim. Yeah, exactly. That's, you know, but he did yeah. a great job of remaining calm and handling the situation, I, I thought, with grace. Yeah, Deborah Virginia said it perfectly. Like, what gives you the right to think that you can say something like that? Because he was going to be in a no-win situation if he had responded in kind. He made sure I'm not going to put anybody else in a no-lose situation when it comes to me or even, the, I'm going to call it out, those two yahoos who thought they could say anything they want, just got a beer in their hand. And then he comes over and they, oh, give me a high five. High five, man, please. She is very lucky that wasn't somebody else. From back <laughs> in the day, like a Xavier McDaniel or Charles Oakley man, or an Anthony Mason or before he became Meta World Peace, Ron Artest, that would have been all over the news. He was much more than those two deserved by calling him that name last night before the Suns played the Mavericks. But that, that's why I want to I praise him, though, because a Absolutely. lot of times when it's not that situation, you see people want to you know, tear the athlete down mm-hmm. when, number one, in the first place, people that started it were in the wrong. So, yeah. you know, Kevin Durant, I commend you, man. You handled yeah. it with grace, and yeah. you did what you had to do. I just don't understand what gives you the audacity to think that you can throw a curse word at somebody just because they're an NBA player. Although the look on her face, when he went and turned around, was priceless. Just Google that video to see exactly what I'm talking about. Keep weighing in at triple eight say ESPN eight 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 seven two nine three seven seven six. You get a chance to hang out with us on the Freddie and Harry call in line with Harry Douglas and Freddie Coleman together on Freddie and Harry, presented by Progressive Insurance. And Terry Bradshaw, Steelers Hall of Fame quarterback, says, Don't give up on Kenny Pickett Steelers for Justin Fields. Why would he say that? Find out next on ESPN Radio. The Freddie and Harry Podcast. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. If you don't know, don't ever wonder. He's Harry Douglas. I'm Freddie Cohen together in the Love Friday edition of Freddie and Harry. Presented by Progressive Insurance on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 80. And always tell your smart speaker to play ESPN Radio. So do young quarterbacks get more than a fair shake than ever before, before we write them off? Meaning like a Trey Lance in San Francisco and the Dallas Cowboys. Zach Will's about to be moved on from the New York Jets. Justin Fields in Chicago, and maybe even Kenny Pickett when it comes to the Pittsburgh Steelers. Well, Terry Bradshaw, who won four Super Bowl rings with the Pittsburgh Steelers, he was on the Rich Eisen Show, and he says he knows what people are saying about Kenny Pickett. He doesn't believe that the answer is move on from him and bring in Justin Fields from Chicago. They're going to beat him up, and they're going to want to trade for Fields in Chicago, and I say that's a huge mistake. You don't need Fields. Stay with what you got. Get him another receiver. Get him an explosive tight end. Give him another tackle. Give him a guard. Have the ability to protect him, and then give him give him guys on the outside. This is a passing league now. Give him people out there that can run and catch the football and that are smart. He's fine. That's their guy. They're probably going to be a lot of negative about it, but that's the guy I would go with <laughs> but he's fine according to Terry Bradshaw man I am confused because when I look at a George Pickens when I look at Deontay Johnson when I look at a Pat Frymouth when I look at a Jalen Warren and also um Najee Harris I say to myself man don't those sound like pretty good weapons to me. <laughs> now, granted, what I would give Terry Bradshaw, the offensive line can be better, right? And, and the Pittsburgh Steelers, they released their center Mason Cole today. That was a position I actually thought they were going to attack free agency-wise and also the draft if they didn't do it in free agency. Um, so, so I get that part of it. But being able to have those skill position players is something that we didn't see Zach Wilson have a lot of. We necessarily didn't see um, Josh Allen when he first got to the Buffalo, didn't really have. Lamar Jackson, even though he had success, Mm -hmm. he didn't have that when he was in Buffalo. But I think also when you look across the landscape of the National Football League, Freddie, and you look at quarterbacks like Lamar Jackson, Joe Burrow, Patrick Mahomes, C.J. Stroud, even Brock Purdy, those guys being able to have that instant success – it's making these other owners and these GMs say, yeah. why in the hell can our guy do that? Like, th- this is where we drafted him. We drafted him in this spot so he could be a franchise changer. Mm-hmm. But on top of that, I-, I think you also got to have, you know, other things in place for those young quarterbacks. For Kenny Pickett, I think, unfortunately, he fell under the umbrella this year and not being able to see the field correctly. And then when there were throws to make, he didn't make those throws. Because I remember that George Pickens coming from the left side of the field on a five or six yard shallow route and Kenny Pickett throwing it over his head. And if he just hits him, he probably runs in the end zone for a touchdown. Mm -hmm. I seen Mason Rudolph when he got into the game. Hey, you know what? Let me make the easy throw and George Pickens take it for a touchdown. Right? But I also seen uh, 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 Kenny Pickett 
not make the right, right read when a Najee Harris is in the flat on the sideline open for a check down that right. would have gained him a first down. Right. And Kenny Pickett decided that he was going to run it himself. And then on third down, you had a typhoon happen, mm-hmm. and now you're punting the football. Right. Or when Calvin Austin is on the right side in a tight red zone, comes in motion. Mm-hmm. Hey, indicator, indicator, probably throw the ball to Calvin Austin. I'm putting him in motion for a reason. Mm-hmm. And he's wide open on the left side of the end zone, and you never look that way if you're Kenny Pickett. So I, I there are numerous of occasions where I didn't feel like Kenny Pickett was reading coverage correctly and sure. seeing the field correctly. Okay. All that is on point. I wonder how much of this is two things. Number one, Terry Bradshaw has been in the position that Kenny Pickett has been. He was a guy that was drafted in the first round by the Pittsburgh Steelers out of a small college in Louisiana. They're thinking, who decided that this country bumpkin, this country hick, should be a quarterback or starting quarterback for the NFL team. And the first four to five years of his NFL career, it was not good for Terry Bradshaw. He might have been a Pro Football Hall of Fame, but look at his stats his first four or five years. And there's no way he'd have been able to survive that in 21st century modern football. So he may have PTSD from saying, hey, Kenny Pickett is going through the same thing I went through. And they were able to find a way to stick with me, or I found a way to stick it out before I was finally able to be the kind of quarterback they believed they were getting when they drafted me out of that small college in Louisiana. So I wonder if how much of that is in his mind to say, don't give up on him just yet. He just finished year two in the National Football League. You may not have any idea what he can and can't do, especially last year where the offense wasn't good at all until Mason Rudolph got in there and they looked like a competent offense. Not a great one, but a competent offense. So that's number one. Number two, I wonder how much of this is that maybe Terry Bradshaw is not a fan of Justin Fields. If there was another quarterback being mentioned going to Pittsburgh, let's say if it was a Russell Wilson or somebody else, I wanted that criticism because that's what it is. It's a criticism of Justin Fields more than sticking up for Kenny Pickett. I wonder if there was another quarterback that could be in the mix to take over for Pittsburgh. What if they say, hey, Mason Rudolph should be the starting quarterback? I wonder if the shade towards Mason Rudolph would have been the same towards him as it seems to me that it is towards Justin Fields from Terry Bradshaw. Maybe he's not a fan of Justin Fields, and that's his right to feel that way. But I just wonder if it was a different quarterback, if it was a Russell Wilson, for example, because Terry Bradshaw is a fan of Russell Wilson. I wonder if that would have been as much to say, hey, don't give him Kenny Pickett because Justin Fields is not the answer. Or would it have been, well, you know, Justin Pickett doesn't Justin, um, if um, Pickett, Kenny Pickett doesn't figure this out, then you better go get a Russell Wilson and make sure that you have that as a fail-safe for the Pittsburgh Steelers at that position. And I think one of the things for Kenny Pickett, who's 25 years old, when you look at how many years he stayed in college, you say to yourself, okay, maybe this guy is going to be ahead of the younger guys that are being drafted. And that's an advantage that we may have of him being the starter quarterback. Because, Freddie, I can go back to the 2008 draft when you had a Matt Ryan and a Joe Flacco and, mm-hmm. and both of those guys being having instant success with their football teams. We look at Jared Goff. I, I can't, I'm trying to remember, was it his second or third year? Jared Goff was in the Super Bowl now. Second year. With the Los Angeles Rams. Mm-hmm. You look at the success that Russell Wilson was having when he was with the Seattle Seahawks, even though a lot of people want to say it was the Legion of Boom, okay, it can't just be uh, that side of the ball. Russell Wilson had to do his part as well, right? Even though it, it was a lot of the Legion of Boom, Russell Wilson had to play his part as a young quarterback. Mm-hmm. And you see Patrick Mahomes in year two throw for 5,050, right? So, so I don't know if the ownership of the Pittsburgh Steelers or the GM for the Pittsburgh Steelers, they're willing to wait. 
when you see a C.J. Stroud in year one in a, within an organization that a lot of people didn't even think or breathe of mm-hmm. making the playoffs and getting it together in year one with a rookie head coach. No doubt about that. Harry Douglas, Freddie Cohen together on Freddie and Harry and ESPN Radio. So it goes back to the original question about do NFL quarterbacks, young NFL quarterbacks, do they get enough time to develop before teams are so quick more than ever to write them off? That is the standard right now the National Football League. You know why? Because it's the standard in college football. You look at a guy like Caleb Williams. They had a guy in front of him in Oklahoma, Spencer Rattler, that people said was going to be the next great quarterback. People said, man, Oklahoma's got to do for three years, and that guy's going to be a top two, top three pick in the National Football League. That was after his freshman year. Caleb Williams comes in, and midway through that year, Caleb Williams became the starting quarterback of Oklahoma, <laughs> and Spencer Rattler had to transfer. And the yep. only reason that Caleb Williams didn't stay at Oklahoma was because his coach Lincoln Riley went to USC, and that's the guy he wanted to follow. This is something that we see. It's not just an NFL thing. We see it in college football. You don't even have to invoke the transfer portal with guys doing that. It's on a year-to-year basis. And in the NFL, with so much on the line and so much at stake, your runway to be successful gets smaller and smaller and smaller. And, yeah, the Purdy, Brock Purdy's as well in San Francisco, or the C.J. Strouds of the Houston Texans, they ruined that curve. Patrick Mahomes back in his second year at Kansas City. But we've seen this in college football, Harry, where one second you're a guy on every cover of every magazine. You might be on the cover of Madden or, or, two, or the 3K football. And then the next year somebody comes in, takes your spot, and you might got to go somewhere else. And, Freddie, not every organization has the luxury of a Jordan Love that had an Aaron Rodgers in front of him, right? That's and right. he has time to be able to develop. Everybody doesn't have that luxury. Everyone doesn't have the luxury of the Kansas City Chiefs that had a stable organization before Patrick Mahomes became a, the, the starter and, and you had Alex a veteran and Alex Smith to help guide that young man and teach him. Not everybody has that luxury because a lot of these teams that are picking in the top part of the draft are in desperation mode. So they don't have those pivotal pieces to play in front of them on top of having the pressure from the fans for things to be turned around instantly. Either way, the NFL – what did Jerry Glanville say a long time ago? Stands for not for long. Either produce or be moved out. Yep. That's not just a coach thing. That's definitely a quarterback thing more than ever before in the National Football League. He is Harry Douglas. I'm Freddie Coleman together on Freddie and Harry. Thanks for joining us. Presented by Progressive Insurance. Remember that streaker from the Super Bowl? Waiting until you hear how he got paid $374,000 for doing just that. That's next on ESPN Radio. Oh, they're calling the streak. Wee, boogity, boogity. Also on the ESPN app. This is the Freddie and Harry podcast on ESPN Radio. It is a Love Friday edition of Freddie and Harry. He's Harry Douglas, Freddie Coleman together. Thanks for joining us on Sirius XM Channel 80. And I say you're smart speaking to play ESPN Radio. You're going to be okay over there? That's one of my favorite songs. Close the Door by uh-huh. Teddy P. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. One of my favorite ones, man. Yeah, I still have like a double CD of his. And yes, I still play CDs at Casa de Coleman. If like his greatest hits, up-tempo and slow stuff, his solo career, fantastic. Let, let me make sweet love to you, baby. Come on, baby. So good, so good, baby. Keep going. That's my jam right there. Now. I, you can never tell. <laughs> you can never figure that out as far as that goes when it comes to you. I'm still partial to him. I'm still partial to Harold Melvin and the Blue Notes if you don't know me by now. Still partial to him when he's the lead <laughs> singer of that. But I'm not opposed to Teddy P when it comes Man. to solo 
Teddy P. Before we get to in other news because of stuff that you didn't get a chance to hear about that you need to know about that you might have missed because your day is busy, we mentioned about an hour ago about Kevin Durant had an altercation with the fan as he's running out into the court last night before Phoenix played the Dallas Mavericks. A woman and a man, and a woman called Kevin Durant the B-word. Now, he approached her and really shamed her in terms of, why would you call me like that? Who do you think you are? It wasn't confrontation, didn't raise his voice, but let it be known. Also, he didn't, they wanted to kick them out. The Dallas Mavericks said, we'll kick them out. And he said, no, no, no. I want them to know exactly what they've done, but I know they pay money for their tickets. I don't want them kicked out in that situation, but they should realize you don't have the authority to be profane like that of me just because you don't like me for whatever reason. Well, Marvell in St. Louis, he's got something to say about that at 888-729-3776. Marvell, what you got, my friend? Oh, Freddie, Harry, man. I love the show. Thank I you, can't brother. even, I can't ever get on, man, because y'all show so popular, man. Um, <laughs> well, we're glad, when I heard we're glad about you this, got on today. That's the main thing. <laughs> when I heard about this, it reminded me when I was a, when I was a younger man and, and not the God-fearing man that I am today, when I was young and petty, um, I was working at uh, a Sprint store. Customer came in. I said, hey, how you doing? Welcome to Sprint. He told me up. He let me have it, man. He left. The next person walked up right behind him was like, she could see I was frustrated. She was like, hey, don't feel bad, you know. And by the way, he works over in the flooring department over in one of the home improvement stores. Man, I, on my lunch break, I took my Sprint shelf. I went over there, and I let him have it, just like he let me have it, man. <laughs> what, was his, what was his response, Marvel, when you did that? Hey, he, he couldn't close his mouth. His mouth. He, he, when he saw me coming, his mouth dropped open. He was like, "Oh man, I, I I don't know if he thought I was coming to do some physical harm to him because I just had on my wife beater under my um, sprint shirt. You know, I took my sprint shirt off, but I just I just started yelling, man, about the prices and anything else I could think of that I was mad at about that store. <laughs> you gave him some of his own medicine. Absolutely. Yeah, and, some, sometimes it's like that, man. You got to give people a dose of their own medicine. Not every time. You're right. But sometimes you got to give them some of their own medicine to let them know how things really do feel. I love the fact that Marvell was intelligent enough to take off the company that he worked for. This way, no one could really identify him. Yeah, it was but, in his tank top. In his t- tank top. If someone walks towards your place with a wife beater on, they mean business. <laughs> man, he he wasn't oh, wow. he, he wasn't there to mm-hmm. to be nice at all. Marvel he was said, there to return the favor. And how about the customer behind him and said, "Oh yeah, he works right over there." That, that was a way of saying, "I want I'm gonna let him know that if you want to go do something, if you want to give him a taste of your own medicine, it's him. He works right there. Sometimes things can just work for you. Sometimes karma will say, "I got you today, Marvel." Let me handle this, and we'll take mm-hmm. care of that. And the fact that guy had his mouth hit the flow, <laughs> that was, <laughs> that, that's worth it to hear that from Marvel. Really appreciate that phone call from you, Marvel. Hang with all us, hanging out with us, excuse me, in St. Louis. Each and every night about this time, we always give you a little something, something, because we know you're busy, and you can't be caught up on everything. That's where me and Harry come in. They may not be the top stories of the day. In other news. But you need to be in the know. This is In Other News. Now, we know the Super Bowl streaker. In case you watched the Super Bowl, of course you did, because Lord knows everybody else was. Over 122 million people watched the game between the Kansas City Chiefs and the San Francisco 49ers. Well, during the game, there was a streaker that decided, you know what? This is way too good for this game to be in Vegas and me not stripped down to my birthday suit. They're going to call me the streak. Wee! Boogie day, boogie day. Fast thing on two feet. Well, that same person was a Las Vegas local, meaning he lives in Las Vegas. He placed a $50,000 bet that there would be a streaker 
during the Super Bowl, when he ran onto the field by himself, he was able to get fined $1,000, but he cashed out with $374,000. So he put $50,000 down mm-hmm. on that? On him. Now, here's the thing. Is mm-hmm. that illegal? Well, he got it's a thousand dollar fine, so I think that's about as illegal as, as it's going okay. to get. <laughs> because if that's not illegal, mm-hmm. I mean, if it is illegal, he should have had one of his friends do it <laughs> instead right. of him. I, that's a good say, point. And say, hey man, hey, I'm gonna break you off. You, you mm-hmm. hey, yeah, keep, and, keep and it you, between and, us. Yeah, and you break it off. <laughs> yeah, three hundred and seventy four thousand dollars. I give him credit for this. The, I think I think moving forward though, they may put some some stipulations in place so that doesn't happen again. You're going to have to because legally he did the right thing. He bet, he literally bet on himself. Yep. I'm going to go out there (laughs) 100% nude. Not tastefully done, but definitely all nude. I'm going to make some money out of it. Man, $1,000 fine, but your your take-home total is $373,000 before taxes? Man, man, man. Smart. (laughs) Smart. Smart. Yeah, you know there's not going to be a streak of prop now for the Super Bowl. No, that's that's um, and, and after this, I don't blame him. I don't blame him at all. Can you he ba- said, "You know what? I'm going. I'm a 100 percent win some money." But do you know the feeling when you know you're about to 100 percent win some money? Absolutely, especially. I mean, jail time. Can you imagine? Can you afford the bail? I think I got the scratch. But it's also something though, Freddie. Like if I was to do that, mm-hmm. I wouldn't tell anybody. Yeah, I'd have kept just that. in case yeah. you know a, the the legal side come come Good comes point. upon. Hey, did you did you talk to this person? Hand over your phone. I wouldn't tell anybody. It's, it's a decision I would make. That's how you know I went to school to be a lawyer. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, we good thought by that, but by, by the arbiter known as Harry Douglas. We're not hating on bringing the law to the table. <laughs> as far as that goes, Amber and Ian comes your way next. Have a great weekend. We will see you all again on Monday for Harry Douglas. I'm Freddie Coleman. This has been Freddie and Harry on the mighty ESPN Radio. Take care. God bless. Always keep it closing. Thanks for listening to the Freddie and Harry podcast on ESPN Radio. You can also listen to Freddie and Harry live weekdays from 3 to 7 Eastern on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, and on Sirius XM Channel 80. You can also watch and listen on the ESPN app, the Freddie and Harry podcast. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.